Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Bod Pod. My name is Madison. Happy Halloween, everyone. Wow. I cannot believe October is already over. November literally starts tomorrow. What? What's going on? I, I, I don't even know what happened with October. With all of that being said, let's just get right into the episode. I have so much to cover, so just buckle up right now. Just do it. I'll wait. Okay, let's, let's do it. Okay, first thing I want to say, if you are celebrating Halloween tonight, if you choose to do that, totally great. Just a reminder, we are in the middle of a pandemic, so just be thoughtful, okay? You know, if you go trick-or-treating, let's mask it up. I'm talking a real mask that your mama would be proud that you were wearing. Second thing, if you are going to a party, I hope it's a small one. <laughs> like really small like so small that you live with everyone who's at the party and you've been around them and they've been in your covid bubble i just be safe that's what i'm trying to say that's what i'm trying to get across right now just please be safe and be courteous of others and just remember that we are in a pandemic and that cases are on the rise again so i'm just gonna say that i know i know you've heard it before but it's just a quick reminder okay now let's get into the fun stuff here we go Okay, so I'm getting ready to play some clips that were sent in by a mass media class here on campus. It's the media boot camp class. It is offered in the mass media department at Washburn. Students were asked to share the audio files about their reflections on Halloween, and I, I think you're going to enjoy it. It's pretty short, but it's, it's enjoyable to hear different people's viewpoints of Halloween, and uh, let's roll it. Halloween is an exciting holiday. Halloween has always been an exciting holiday for my family. As a kid, Halloween was just about candy. I used to love it and love dressing up and going trick-or-treating. So for Halloween, I was never able to dress up as a kid because my family did not believe in the whole Halloween thing. Although I'm not that familiar with the idea of Halloween since I'm an international student, I have seen people dress up and it seems quite a fun festival. But I do love how for one day everyone can dress up as anyone or anything. I remember one of my favorite costumes was a clown onesie that came with a rainbow afro, and I'm pretty sure I wore it more than once. My best Halloween costume would have to be Ghostface from Scream. I did a female version of the Joker and went all out. My makeup was insane, and I even sprayed my hair green. I loved it. Thank you so much for listening to that. I know it was just a short clip, but it's kind of fun to hear a voice other than mine, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure it gets really tiring to just hear my voice for minutes at a time. I totally understand. So if you want to find more student media podcasts, you can go to washburnreview.org and select the multimedia option. You can also search for Washburn Student Media on SoundCloud. Okay, now hmm, let's get into the spooky stuff. I'm going to preface this by saying I grew up in a haunted house. I know everyone says it, but I swear I did. Let's ghost bust this thing, please. <laughs> if you can debunk any of these stories, please. It would help me sleep better at night. I have insomnia, so just help. <laughs> okay, let me just get something straight before I go into the stories. We bought this house while it was still being built. So why am I experiencing paranormal activity? That's beyond me. But it's not just me who's experiencing it. My entire family has. My friends have. There's just too many people behind this to be a joke, you know? <laughs> and if I am being pranked, 
holy cow best prank of my life you got me so good where's Ash- where's ashton kutcher am i being punked please please tell me please tell me it's true I can't really say I noticed anything too much when I was little. You know, occasionally I would hear footsteps or something or a loud thud, but I wouldn't really think anything of it. I grew up with four other siblings, so I really didn't think anything when I heard those things. But sometimes I would be the only one home and I would still hear them. And of course, I would freak out naturally, call my mom crying, tears running down my face, my mom would always tell me the house was just settling, you know, newer house is just settling, getting used to it. But uh, how exhausting is it for the house to be settling for 20 years? Please, please just say it ain't so. I think the first time I really realized that it wasn't just the house settling. Nobody else was in the house. I was downstairs playing the cello, practicing my heart out to not be last chair anymore, but Lo and behold, I was the last chair. That's why I just don't play anymore. Um, That's a different story. That's a completely different story. So I was downstairs practicing my cello, and I must have just been playing so bad that it awoke everything in my house. (laughs) Because I swear, I hear the loudest bang upstairs. My house is three levels. I was in the middle level, and I heard a loud crash above me obviously I freak out. I'm like, what was that? My dog is downstairs with me. It's not her. We have no other pets. It's just a loud crash in the bedroom upstairs. Obviously, I go investigate. (laughs) I bring my cello because what's a better weapon than a wooden instrument um, that has a pointy stick at the end? Perfect. I get up there. I start screaming immediately. I'm like, hey, if you're in here, it's going down. It's going down. So... I'm looking around upstairs. Nobody's up there. Okay, fine. Let me go downstairs and just lock myself in my room (laughs) and wait till my parents get home. I wait till my parents get home. They get home. I make my dad check out the entire house just to make sure that everything's safe. There's nothing in the house. Again, I don't know what that was. It did not sound like the house settling. It was a loud crash, okay? So that was just the first time that something had happened to me where I was like, well, that was weird. What was that? And I feel like after that situation, I feel like things really started to kick into high gear. Other things I would hear would be, you know, scratching, again, footsteps, loud thuds, things like that. But I would also hear my name being called. And again, I could be hallucinating all of this. Okay, so let's start talking about the more realistic stories that I have that I can't really explain. When I was 14, my niece was born, and probably somewhere around there is when things started getting really, really weird. The weirdest one that we have not been able to debunk in my family is this story. My niece, my sister, and her boyfriend all lived in our house with us. So my sister and her boyfriend lived downstairs, and so did my niece. She also lived downstairs in a separate room. And everyone else lived upstairs. There was nobody else in the house but the six of us. Now, I was up so high that I could not hear my niece cry in the middle of the night. Which, can I just say, as a 14-year-old, I appreciated like no other. It was great. My parents couldn't really hear her cry either. So, one night, my sister and her boyfriend are asleep. And my niece starts crying. They hear her through the baby monitor. All of a sudden, they hear my mom come in and pick her up and rock her to sleep and then put her back in the crib. And then my mom went back upstairs. And the next morning, my sister's boyfriend thanked my mom for coming and getting my niece last night because she was crying. 
and he thanked her for singing her a lullaby and rocking her to bed and putting her back to, in the crib. And my mom was confused. My mom goes, I didn't do that. I didn't hear her cry last night. And my sister's boyfriend goes, well, that's weird because on the baby monitor, we heard you singing to her and rocking her in the rocking chair. So we just assumed that it was you and that, you know, you would put her back to bed because you heard her crying. My mom goes, no, I slept through the entire night last night. Well, of course, my sister starts asking me and my dad if, you know, we came and rocked her back to bed last night. Nope, neither of us did. Oh my gosh, um, what? <laughs> what was that? Um, isn't that weird? More stories started to evolve as my niece got older. So when my niece was probably about two or three, she started talking about her imaginary friend. And, you know, super normal. Nothing wrong with that. There's no red flags there. But she said that he lived in our house, and we really didn't think anything of it until she went into her old nursery, and she goes, oh, this is where he lives, and she pointed to the closet. What? Okay. Um, pardon? Okay. <laughs> Weird. I go, well, what's his name? And she goes, his name's Meter. Meter. Okay. Kind of a weird name, but totally realistic for, like, an imaginary friend. And that was just one of the first times she had brought it up to us that she had this imaginary friend named Meter. But she started to do it more frequently. Again, totally normal for her to have an imaginary friend at that age. Nothing out of the blue there. No red flags. One day, my mom was downstairs playing with my niece. And my niece just starts crying. Just bawling her eyes out. And my mom goes, well, what is it? My niece goes, it's Meter, but he's scaring me. He's wearing that uniform and it's scary. So that was weird. And, you know, I've read up online that kids can see these things and they're just their imagination. But there's more stories. So one day we all decide to sit down as a family and just kind of talk about the weird experiences that we've had in the house. Well, of course, we all start telling our own stories. My mom told the story about how one time she was home alone and she heard one of us open the front door that was locked, run up the stairs, grab something, run back down the stairs and leave and slam the door. And my mom runs outside, and nobody's out there. There's no car or anything. Nobody's out there. She calls all of us. None of us had been to the house. Calls my dad. He hadn't been to the house. Nobody had been to the house. And I guess maybe one way you could debunk this was maybe saying we got robbed. But we weren't missing anything. None of us noticed anything missing. It was just really weird. Now, another thing my parents had both seen was the outline of a soldier. I had seen it, too. And so in my niece, remember, she was talking about the uniform. Automatically, we think, okay, well, maybe Meter is a soldier. So my dad decided to look up the history about the land that we were living on. And it turns out that during the Civil War, some soldiers were camping out near the creek that we live by. It turns out that a few of them had died because they got ambushed during the night. Well, my dad was looking at the names on the record, and one of the names was Van Meter. And... That obviously stood out to us because my niece had said that her imaginary friend's name was Meter. We decided to put things to the test and see if we could figure out for sure if this is what was happening. So we look up different pictures of soldiers, we print them out, and we lay them out for my niece. We had pictures from World War II, World War I, and the Civil War. And we laid them out and we go, okay, which one looks like Meter? Well, she chooses the one from the Civil War. We all freak out. We're like, oh my gosh, like, we figured it out. We we know what's going on now. So we decided to leave things how they were. We weren't really worried about it. You know, like I said, he'd never done anything that 
made us think that he was going to try to hurt us or anything. We never felt like we were in danger or anything. And for the most part, we weren't scared in our own house. Another really weird occurrence that happened in my house actually happened just a few years ago. I was probably 18 when this happened. We decided to have a garage sale. It was our neighborhood's summer garage sale that we have each and every year. I started looking through my clothes and sorting through all of my things and just getting everything that I wanted to sell at the garage sale. Well, I went into the room where my niece used to live when they lived with us. Well, I start cleaning out the closet because there's old baby clothes in there and stuff and we decide, hey, we're gonna sell these at the garage sale. My sister didn't plan on having another baby so we just went for it. Well, I had also had a giant teddy bear in there that I had gotten for Christmas probably when I was about 15. Any girl who's ever gotten like a giant teddy bear knows that you will put it on your bed for like a week and then you just will shove it in your closet. Well, I decided to shove it in my niece's old closet because they weren't living with us anymore and I didn't want to take up closet space in my room. So I put the bear in there and when I was cleaning things out to sell through garage sale, I picked up the bear and I was going to sell the bear along with my niece's baby clothes. So we set those things out and things didn't sell the first day. So we decided to just leave everything in the garage and wake up the next morning and continue on with the garage sale to see if we could sell more things. Well, I go downstairs because I had moved downstairs after my sister moved out and all of the picture frames in the basement are face down. That's weird. I just looked at them and I really didn't think anything of it. So I put them all back up and I just decided to go on with my day. At this point, I decided to take a shower because it had been a long day and I just felt like taking a shower and then going to bed. I get out of the shower literally 10 minutes later. All of the picture frames are face down, but only the pictures that I'm in. What? Okay. <laughs> Obviously, at this point, I'm freaked out. I go upstairs and I ask my mom, I'm like, hey, was anyone else here? Like, did my sister come home? No, she didn't come home. Okay, well, something really weird just happened, so I explained what happened. My mom has no idea what's going on. The next day at the garage sale, the bear still doesn't sell, and most of her baby clothes don't end up selling. So we decide to go ahead and just pack everything up and take them back to where they were. Put the bear and the clothes back in the closet. Now, the picture frame thing had happened multiple times. I assumed I was just maybe being pranked, but the second that we put the bear and the clothes back the picture frame thing stopped. I don't know if there was some sort of attachment to those things. If anything, I would think that it would be the baby clothes just because it seemed like Meter was close to my niece. Okay, so this next story happened to me last spring after we had gone online because of COVID. Basically, I used to do my classes upstairs on my laptop and my parents would go to work. Well, one day I was doing classes upstairs and I was getting ready to hop on a video call and my dad was leaving for work and he said, okay, I'll see you later. And he had filled up his water bottle and he had left. So I put some music on to kind of just help me study and just waiting for the Zoom call to start for my class. Well, it's about five minutes before my class starts. So I turn off the music and I hear water running. So I really didn't think anything of it, but I decided to check things out downstairs because it sounded like water was pouring on the ground and so I thought that was weird so I decided to go check. Well I get downstairs and my fridge just has water pouring out of it. It's stuck in the position where the water is just spilling out. I start freaking out because there's just water everywhere. It had made it to our front door. I run to the laundry room, I grab some towels, and I start cleaning things up after I turn off the water that's coming out of the fridge. Then I finish cleaning up 
and I kind of just go on with my day. But I started thinking about it. My dad had filled up his water cup before he had left. Now, you would know if it got stuck because your water bottle would start overflowing, and I would hope that you were paying attention while you were filling up your water bottle. So, it would be really weird if he just left the water running, and I don't know if it's just my dad, but anytime he hears water running in the house, he freaks out and starts to try to find where the water's coming from. So, I find it hard to believe that he would leave that running and letting it fall on our wooden floors and underneath our fridge. Anyway, nothing really weird happened after that. Occasionally, some nights I'll wake up screaming. Um, <laughs> that makes me sound crazy. I don't mean like screaming, but like I have woken up before yelling, hello, like I'll be dead asleep. And then I just sit up and scream hello into the corner of my room. And it's just really a weird way to wake up. And I'm not saying, I mean, I could totally just be waking up that way, but it's like a weird way to wake up, right? I don't know what all of you think. But those are my ghost stories, just a handful of them. I have many more, but those are some of the most believable ones. I think no matter what, these are just always so much fun to tell, especially during Halloween. And I hope that you all enjoyed today's podcast. As always, this has been Madison. I hope you have the happiest of Halloweens. Please be safe. Please be careful. And don't forget to have fun. I'll talk to all of you next week. Thank you.